Welcome! If you are just joining us, we are the Big Truths for Little Hearts podcast. My name is Susanna. And I'm Mary Frances. Sisters turned stay-at-home mamas living in two totally different parts of the country. I'm in middle Georgia. And I'm in rural Vermont. We may be far apart, but we love music and storytelling. That's part of how we stay connected. And that's why we're here, to share that passion with you guys. We grew up as pastor's kids in a church community full of rich biblical teaching, and that included the songs we sang, also known as hymns. If you've never joined us before, welcome. We're so happy you're here. And if you're coming back for more, awesome. We love when our new friends come back. We are so very glad that you've joined us today. It's a special month all about love, guys. Do you know what day we celebrate love? That's right, it's Valentine's Day. How would you define love? This week, I conducted a little interview to see just what you guys think about it. I got a lot of interesting results. Check it out. Hi, my name is Bennett. Love is be kind and love others. L is for the way you look. Love is red. What is love, Vivi? It's for Santa. It's for Santa. My name is Rosebud, and um, what love is is when you say you love people, and that makes them feel like you care for them, and you actually want to be with them. Mm, that's right. Um, love is actually. When you make um, something that is a pie for somebody, for somebody, and like this is me, really bad, and for somebody like um, Mr. Rock and Ms. Dana, love is kindness, forgiveness, and niceness, I guess. Love is um, happiness that God made us to be happy, to love each other. Loving is being kind and, and being good, not being disrespectful to being Bad and but bad is really bad. Love is what? Respect. Oh, okay.
I really liked your thoughts on love. Like so many of you said, it's not just about the kissing kind of love. It is so much more than that. The most important kind is God's love. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Have you guys ever heard that verse before? I know I have. I heard it a lot growing up. What do you think it means? Maybe you're just joining us for the first time and you've never heard these words before. What do you think? I remember thinking about this word love a lot as a little girl. I saw how much my mom and dad loved each other, and I witnessed love in a lot of different ways through my undying affection for my cat, a love that couldn't really last because my face turned red and splotchy and my throat was scratchy, to my love of activities like dancing, singing, reading books, to my love of friends and family members. Maybe your experiences of love are different than ours. God's love is the very best kind of love because he created it. His word says, we love because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 19. And in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. 1 John 4, 10. That last word was pretty big, wasn't it? Do you know what it means? Let's say it together. Deep breaths, please. Three, two, one. Propitiation. Woo! We did it. Propitiation is a big word that means atonement. God sent Jesus his only son with whom he had perfect fellowship to come to earth and be the substitute for sinful people. You see, we were born totally depraved. Oh boy, that's another big word. That one just means that we're born completely separated from God without the ability to do good or be good apart from him. We needed a savior. That's where Jesus stepped in. He came to earth, died a perfectly pure sacrifice, and rose from the grave so that people who place their hope in Christ might live. It sounds very grand and might confuse you a little bit. I understand that. Sometimes all the details confuse me too. But here's the main deal. We are sinners. We're born that way. And nothing can make our hearts perfectly happy except for God who is our creator and longs to be our father. When we say, Lord, I'm no good. I need your help. Please forgive my sin and come change my life. He will. Once that happens, we're considered righteous, which means we have perfect right standing with God through Jesus. Isn't that amazing? remember the first time God opened my eyes to that truth and gave me a desire to know him. You see, I grew up as a pastor's kid. I remember struggling because sometimes it felt like people had special expectations of me because of who my dad was. My sweet parents never made me feel that way. They always reminded me to do my best to the glory of God, and I knew that they loved me no matter what. 
But sometimes I just felt like I was never good enough and never quite measured up. One night I was lying in my bunk bed thinking about all of these feelings. I shared my heart with my mom. I said, mom, I'm I'm just never good enough. I try and try, but it feels like I can't ever get things right. I'm so discouraged. And that's when she turned to me and said, well, honey, the truth is that you're not good enough and you never can be. God's word says it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. She told me about how I was born into sin and how Jesus came to be my remedy for that. He was good enough so that I didn't have to be. She also shared that God had a purpose and a plan for my life, that I would do special things for His kingdom. I was so relieved and I thought it was the best news ever. I couldn't wait to start knowing this perfect father. Our next song comes from a man who experienced the love of Jesus and couldn't help but sing about it. Before we jump in though, like always, we're going to play our weekly song snippet so that you can start guessing. Are you ready? Here we go. this is one of my very favorites i think i might say that every week but that's because they're all so good did you figure it out if you said my jesus i love thee you got it i have to admit this song seems perfect for valentine's day don't you think i looked up the history for it and learned a really important fact the man who wrote it was only 16 years old can you believe it me either. William R. Featherston was born July 23rd, 1846 in Montreal, Canada. Where my sister lives, Montreal is only a few hours away, but it's actually a whole different country. I've actually visited Montreal. It's pretty cool. The story goes that William wrote the song in his personal quiet time with the Lord as a celebration of knowing him. He probably didn't think anything would happen with his poem, and he definitely wasn't trying to make it famous, but it is. It's one of the most widely sung hymns in the church today. He supposedly sent his poem to his aunt, who lived in Los Angeles, California, and somehow the poem turned into a hymn when it was published in 1864. Unfortunately, Featherston died when he was only 26 years old, but his legacy has stretched throughout generations. Isn't that cool? 
It's amazing to think that these words, which are rich with truth and wholehearted worship to God, came from a boy at the age of 16. Guys, this is why we're here, to remind you that God can use anyone at any age, little or big, anywhere for His glory. What did you think? Have you ever heard today's song? As you listen to the words, you can tell that Featherston had a deep, sincere love for the Lord, can't you? But he was so young. How is this possible? Friends, God loves you, and he has a special plan for your life. As we always say, no person is too big or too small to walk with Jesus. God can use anyone fully surrendered to him and to his will. Remember, we can try to fill our lives with things that we think will make us feel loved, but only God can love us perfectly. He has given us people and experiences to point us to his complete love. Don't ever forget that. There was a famous scientist named Blaise Pascal who recognized this too. He said, there is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of each man, which cannot be satisfied by any created thing, but only by God the Creator, made known through Jesus Christ. If you want to know more about who God is or how to know Him, you can go to our website, BigTruthsForLittleHearts.net There you'll also find lyrics to today's song, plus coloring sheets to share so that you can sing along with your family, and a devotion for you guys to read together. It's all there at BigTruthsForLittleHearts.net And don't forget to like our Facebook page and subscribe to the show for weekly episodes. You'll hear a new one every Wednesday. Make sure an adult helps you with all that website stuff. And now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Are you guys ready to sing it out with us? If you have your music ready, we'd love for you to join. Here we go. My Jesus, I love thee. I know thou art mine. My gracious Redeemer, my Savior art Thou. If ever I love Thee, my Jesus, tis now. I love Thee because Thou hast first loved me. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to spending time with you again next week where we'll dive back into our hymn series with a song beginning with the letter E. 
See you soon. Mm-hmm.